This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. This insert is sponsored by Mana Health Products, the only 100% natural organic supplement for blood sugar control. Thursday's mean time with Wendy Christian, health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. And uh, today we're talking about something very important. In fact, it's so important you can hear about it now and later on. Good morning, Wendy. Great having you with us. Good morning, Brad. Yeah, anxiety, uh, something that we know well. It feels like anxiety is often on people's lips. It always has been because it's something we struggle with a lot. But over the last two, two and a half years, particularly through the pandemic, anxiety levels have have risen. Have you seen that as someone who, who helps people with their health? I mean, is anxiety something that's reared its head more so over the last while? It certainly has, um, and I read a statistic somewhere. Um, I, I, I said this under correction, but it's around about a 24% increase in the wow. normal anxiety levels, um, which is which is quite substantial when you think that anxiety is one of the most common types of mental health disorders. So I, I do think that anxiety is worse now than it's, than it's ever been, and there's lots of factors that contribute to that. How would you define anxiety exactly? So it's a natural response that we feel when we're stressed, afraid, or when we perceive something to be threatening. So when when something is threatening to us, the body is physiologically going to go through a process that triggers a, an anxiety response. But in a person who has a well-balanced nervous system or, or who is in a, in a healthier state, that anxiety will pass as soon as the stress has disappeared and everything has calmed down again. So if you're really struggling, and you, you said in the beginning anxiety disorder, so uh, is that the situation you'd find yourself in when you don't return to normal, as it were, easily? You, you get stuck in this, in this uh, cycle of anxiety? Yes. So a little bit of anxiety here or there, you know, a bit of worry, but, you know, that normal stress response is very normal. Mm. But when it's no longer normal is when, those anxiety, when that anxiety persists. Yes. And it, it happens during the stressor, but then it continues to be triggered continually after the stressor, even if there's not um, any threatening events around. So it keeps that person in a constant heightened state of anxiety. Their body's constantly producing stress hormones, and they feel anxious all of the time, and it literally is out of control for them. Wow. So to what kind of effect is that having on your physical body if you're in this heightened state of anxiety, even when there's nothing really at that moment in time to feel anxious about? Well, it disrupts all your physiological functions, because if you think about anxiety being a heightened state, you are predominantly in your fight or flight mode yeah. or freeze or whichever one of those, um, those modes that you tend to go into. So some people feel a little bit more paralyzed. Mm. So therefore, the other processes in your body can't work. So your digestion gets affected, your cellular repair gets affected, your immune function gets affected. So many other things, there's a knock-on effect in the body. Um, energy levels, sleep all of the things that are necessary for your body to be able to function and repair and regenerate are often negatively influenced because your body's in such a heightened state of anxiety. So there must be something that can be done. One wants to default, and so I'm sure there's medication for that, but that also comes with some challenges. What are some of the more natural ways we could look at dealing with anxiety? So there are certainly um, natural ways. Some people are going to need that medication for a time. Hmm. Sometimes there's you know, there are natural ways that you can go about it first. And sometimes you just need to do a combination of both until you're able to stop 
you know, the medication, if that is a possibility. But there are, uh, there are several things that you can do, either practically mm. and there are some natural remedies. So we can start looking at the practical yes. um, things that a person can do. Um, so calming activities. I think at the moment our lifestyles tend to be so busy. So we're running around, we're picking up the kids, you're working here, you have the deadline here. So there, there's these constant stresses that are activating our nervous systems. So we need to engage in calming activities so that we can slow ourselves down. Um, so we need to either be able to pray or meditate or do calming exercises like yoga or Pilates, deep breathing. We forget to breathe. Mm-hmm. When we're in an anxious state, we don't breathe. So we, we don't breathe deeply enough. We breathe very shallowly. So that keeps your body also in a stress um, response. And spending time outside in nature. But we really have to find what is calming for us because it's different for each person. You know, there's not a script. Mm. Um, so some things are calming for, for one person but not as calming for others. So they really need to find out what works for them. Yeah, and then taking something like a warm bath, I'm sure, is a quite a practical way to just relax. Yes, um, either doing the warm bath or you can do play some calming music and people listen to um, meditations and those kind of things. Um, or you can go for a massage, something where there's physical touch involved, which can also be very calming and centering for the body. Before we have a look at more of these, I've noticed in conversation with people, they often have the excuse, but I don't have time. We, we somehow make this excuse for so many things. I couldn't get to that, didn't do that, didn't uh, you know, have any, there was no self-care because there's no time. We don't want to get to a place, Wendy, where something breaks, where it's too late, where a doctor has to, or a healthcare professional has to sit with you and say, if you don't do it, then this is what's going to happen. We need yes. to be doing it before something breaks. Well, that's, that's the thing. You know, I, I think too many of us wait until we have literally crashed. Mm-hmm. You know, you find yourself sitting in the doctor's room or the health practitioner's room and you actually can't go anymore or something physical has happened. You, you've come down with an immune illness or something like that. That is definitely too late because our bodies are are not going to, they'll scream for long enough. But if you just ignore the problem, then it's going to start to degenerate. And we do definitely want to be avoiding that. Mm. So we need to slow down. I know for some people that probably feels impossible, but it's, we simply have to. And we can't say I'll do it when I'm older. We need to be doing it all the time. All the time. And it's amazing what we can make time for when we when we set our minds to it. Mm. Um, so you know, it's about repri- reprioritizing and seeing how do you build those. It doesn't have to be hours. It can be a few minutes here and there that really make a difference. You know, like sitting down with your morning cup of tea and really sitting, being in that moment, being present, breathing deeply, and looking at the the birds outside in nature mm. rather than hammering that tea down your throat while you're quickly, you know, doing this or doing that or making yes. a phone call. It, it's, it's moments that you grab which help um, to calm you at the end of the day. And there's some things that I'm seeing are recurring themes throughout our conversations every week. No matter what it is that we're talking about, if it's diseases of lifestyle, today anxiety or any other concern, you always bring up some of the classics. And again, we're seeing them in this conversation around sleep and uh, eating well and avoiding stimulants and and caffeine and other things like that. Yes. You can't get away from that. Yes. (laughs) It it, it impacts every single aspect of our being. So it's important to mention those each time because we think, okay, well, I'm too busy. I've got too much on the go, so I'm going to cut back on my sleep or I'm going to keep myself going on caffeine because that's the only thing that keeps me going. 
And then we forget, you know, to go and eat healthy food because it's easier to run past the convenience store yeah. and buy something that's pre-packed or ready-made. Now, there are moments when those are going to happen, but that shouldn't be the norm. We should really be aiming to nourish our bodies well, to get enough rest, and to avoid the stimulants that keep our bodies in that hyper-alert state. Yeah, and also to speak to somebody if you need to speak to somebody, even if it's just a conversation with a family member, but just to also get stuff out, Wendy. Yes. That's another thing that I often have to um, bring up with the clients that I work with. Many people feel like they have to continually be strong. And so they're too afraid to let other people know what's going on in their lives because, you know, what happens if they're no longer the support system for everybody around them? Mm. And I think that we, we need to change that mindset because if we're not getting the support that we need, we cannot give support to those that are depending on us. And um, so it, it's a bit of a balance and it is risky, you know, because people are afraid to look weak mm. um, or what, what appears to be weak. Um, but actually, that's, it's very strong and it's very brave to be able to do something like that. And that social engagement is so important. Mm. When we isolate ourselves from others, it makes anxiety worse. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, Wendy, I'm wondering if perhaps we should pick up, I don't want to rush through because I think this is such an important conversation that we're having. We know there's some natural remedies that could even be beneficial um, even if you if you are using prescription medication. So could we pick that up next week? Because I think this is really important and we only quite literally have two minutes and I feel we're going to rush through this and anyone who really needs this, uh, you know, they, they, let's let's speak about this in a, in a nice controlled way next week. What do you say? Sure, I'm very happy to do that because there is quite a bit more information to, yeah. to share. So yeah, I'm very happy to do that and I think that will be helpful. Yeah, I think it will be. So I think just as we wrap things up here this morning, just slow down and and let's not keep making excuses for the reasons why we can't slow down, Wendy. Yeah, I think that's it. We really do need to prioritize that about ourselves. Um, there's, a, there's a psychologist in Cape Town that, that has written the most wonderful book and, and her title is if you loved yourself, what would you do now? Yeah. And I think that's just such an amazing um, line because we need to practice self-care and self-love. And it's not selfish. Mm. I think that's the most important thing is that we, we, if we don't practice self-love, our bodies are going to crash. Yeah. And we really, do need to, we, we really do need to practice that and be a bit more mindful. Of it. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.